Hello, everyone. This is Ariel with Pump for My Journey. Happy Saturday. How are y'all feeling? How are y'all doing? Let me tell y'all something. I'm just so grateful and excited about this journey with this podcast. Last week, we was able to launch our very first podcast on my birthday. And we're back again this week. And this week, you know, I was like, in order for them to understand Pump for My Journey, they first have to know me first. And first and foremost, I want to tell God, thank you for this opportunity to be able to have this podcast because without God, none of this stuff would be possible. And I also want to just shout out everybody that has supported Pump for My Journey, whether it's through this podcast or whether it's through the book, whatever it may be that you have supported Pump for My Journey, I am truly grateful for each and every one of y'all. So thank you so much. So who is Ariel? You might be wondering, I see podcasts um, pump for my journey. Like, but who is Ariel? Who is the person that you're listening to right now? Well, let me tell you who she is. She's 34 years old. She is the proud mother to an amazing preteen named Kalia, but I call her Leah. I am a self-published author of Pump for My Journey. Of course, I'm the podcaster for Pump for My Journey podcast. I am a content creator. I'm an inspirational speaker. I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. I'm someone that's an advocate for, I can't tell you right now. You have to stay towards the end of this podcast episode to understand what is your advocate for? What does she support? So let's dive deeper. So depressed, scared, afraid, didn't think she could survive. You might be wondering, what does all that mean? When I was 12 years old in August 2002, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And everything that I just said was how I felt at that moment. Getting that diagnosed with um, diagnosis of type 1 diabetes was truly frightening. I thought I was dying. I had never heard of anybody having diabetes before. And I would think about, I used to read the Babysitter Club books, and it was one character in the book that had diabetes. That's the only time I heard about diabetes. And for the doctor to come out his mouth, and I'm sitting in the hospital bed with my family, and he says, you have type 1 diabetes. I, I, I didn't know what that was. I didn't understand what that meant. But then I realized that this is about to change my life. You know, I had to learn how to give myself injections. I had to learn how to check my blood sugars. But can I even go deeper with you all? Because I trust y'all on that level. That first night that I was in the hospital, it often brings tears to my tears to my eyes when I when I think about it they came in that room so many times and they 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 stuck me with needles and I was the type of child growing up where when you was in a pediatrician's office and you was in one room and you heard this child screaming to the top of their lungs well guess what that was me I hated needles like the flu shot any shot that I had to get I was terrified of it like every nurse would have to come in there to hold me down to give me the shots 
and to imagine what now I have to learn how to give myself something that I'm truly afraid of like how is that possible how is that fair that that is scary to for somebody to give me a shot and the only way I can survive now is to have to give myself the shot I didn't understand it I was very scared but can I be honest with y'all? I thank God for God. I thank God for godly parents. My dad is a preacher. My mom is a first lady. I was born and raised in the church. I heard about this God. But can I tell y'all something? I didn't know this God. But even though I did not know this God, I knew this God had to be there with me. Because I would not have survived it this far. And to know that that week that I was in the hospital, you know, I had to learn how to give myself injections. I had to learn how to check my blood sugars. I had to understand what the lows meant and how the, the highs felt. You know, it wasn't just a life-changing experience for me, but it was for my parents. My mom had to learn how to give me injections. And for this woman, you know, to have to learn how to give her child a shot, the woman that would see me in the pediatrician's office and watch the nurses hold me down, comforting me, she learned, she had to learn how to give me shots, you know? And I look at my father, you know, being the man that he was, you know, I didn't have to worry about my medical supplies. I didn't have to worry about my medications. I didn't have to worry about if I couldn't go to the doctor's appointment because we didn't have money. My daddy was a provider for our household, a provider. And I can honestly say that I would not have made it this far with diabetes if it wasn't for God and for my parents. They stood by my side so much. And y'all, I do not mean to cry on this podcast, but I just want to tell y'all that this is real right now. You know, I the love I have for my parents, I can't really explain it to you. I just know that I'm truly blessed. And when we came home from that hospital, I realized the same girl that left that home was different when she returned back home. And I, I realized that it was tough, it was scary, but I thank God for the support of family members and our family members that worked in the medical field that was able to show us how to carb count because I could no longer eat what I wanted to eat. I had to count my carbs. I had to do a sliding scale. I had to do Lantis and Hemlock. It was my life changed forever. But I thank God for family members that was able to be there for me and my parents. And another thing, I, I went through a period of depression. You know, I went through a, a period of anxiety and I didn't love myself I didn't like to look at myself in the mirror I grew up as a child that always wanted to wear you know always wanted to take pictures and when I got diagnosed with diabetes I didn't want to take pictures anymore because diabetes made me feel ugly diabetes made me feel like I wasn't beautiful anymore I had to start wearing makeup when I was 14 years old and I just didn't like how I felt I remember oftentimes going to the endocrinologist's office. So that's a, a doctor that specializes in diabetes. And I can remember being so depressed. And the doctor realized that I was depressed. He introduced me to my diabetes educator. Shout out to Miss Sally. I love me some Miss Sally. And I remember that when I met with her, now y'all have to pay attention to what I'm about to say because episodes that will be coming out soon you will understand the significance of this woman in my life I can remember going to this appointment with my mom because my dad was working and um I, I just told this lady I said don't like diabetes I, I don't want it I, I just don't I, I just don't want it I'm tired and this lady pulled out an insulin pump and she says I have the same thing you have that changed my life because 
that was the first time I had seen somebody that looked like me. And this wasn't a child. This was an adult. And that woman changed my life. She she changed my life. I can't go too deep with Miss Sally right now, but I just want to throw her name out there. And I also want to share this moment with you all, too. I can remember when I first got diagnosed with diabetes, me and my mom uh, went to a support group because once again, my dad was working and um, I went to the support group and I felt like I was under a microscope. I felt like I was being studied. I told my mom and dad when I got home, I said, I never go back to something like this again. And that's when I started to have my diabetes. You know, in school, I was known as the girl with candy all the time because Aria has to have candy. I was known as the child that would sit in class and have to eat a snack. And everybody would ask, how come she gets to eat a snack and I can't? You know, the the biggest thing with diabetes is the jokes people would make. I would have people tell me, not even tell me, because a lot of times they didn't realize that I had it. But I was listening. If I eat this cake... If I drink this Kool-Aid, I'm going to end up in a diabetic coma. And do you know as a child to hear that, oh, they would end up in a diabetic coma and that's a joke? That was not funny. You know why? Because that could really happen to me. The jokes that people would make. The way I felt about myself. I did not love myself. I didn't even know that I could even have a future. I didn't even know I could have a purpose. So you know what? I started blending in with everybody else. I was almost in like denial. Like I'm no different than anybody else. I want to fit in with everybody else. I want to blend in and I just want to be a normal kid. And another thing, my dad, like I told y'all, he's a preacher. My my parents have instilled faith in me. They've instilled trust in God. But can I tell you all something? My parents knew of this God. But guess what? I I didn't know. I didn't know him for myself. And I used to pray so much because they were saying church that, you know, God is a healer. There's nothing that God cannot touch. And I can remember praying every day. God, please heal me of diabetes. 12. God, heal me of diabetes. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. At a point I stopped praying. Because I realized that I still had diabetes. And guess what? I stopped. But my prayers, I will stop praying asking God to heal me. Because I still got it. He does not hear me. And to to grow up with friends that did not have diabetes. That could not understand what I was going through. I would often go out with friends. And we would go out to eat after a, a basketball game. Or just on the weekends, we would go out to eat. And I used to sit there and I would be so ashamed to check my blood sugar in front of my friends that I would often check my blood sugars under the table where nobody could see it. Oftentimes I would have to go in the bathroom and say, I got to go in the bathroom, but I was actually in the bathroom giving myself injections. I often think back about that that 12-year-old girl that got diagnosed with diabetes. And I realized that she was broken. She was hurted. She was scared. And I don't mean to crown this podcast, but I, I think about who I used to be. I think about how I used to feel. I think about the places that used to hurt me the most. But I want to leave you all with this. Be grateful for your journey. Be grateful. Be grateful for the ups. Be de- be grateful for the downs. 
Be grateful for what you understand. Be grateful for what you don't understand. Because everything happens for a reason. And I can't give you that reason right now. But what I want to do is just be able to share that I have type 1 diabetes. I got diagnosed when I was 12. I'm a girl mom to a preteen. I'm a self-published author. I am a podcaster, of course. I am a mentor. I'm a coach. I'm an inspirational speaker. But there's more to Ariel. And for you to go a little bit more deeper with you, deeper with me, you have to stay tuned to next to next week's episode. And I just want to tell y'all, like I told y'all last week, don't be shy with this podcast. Don't be stingy and be like, I ain't sharing this with nobody. I want to see what Ariel's talking about. One thing about me and one thing about Pump For My Journey podcast, this is an open community for everyone to come and hear the words that I have to say. Because I truly believe that God gave me this particular life for a reason. And I am asking you all to please share this podcast with Anybody that you know that's looking for some inspiration, anybody that you know that needs some motivation, anybody that you know that is trying to figure out what is my purpose? Do I have a purpose? What do I do with my purpose? I ask you to just let them know about Pump For My Journey podcast and I would greatly appreciate it. And y'all, let me tell y'all something. I left this out about Ariel. Like I told y'all everything about Ariel that I wanted y'all to know, but I left out one little small thing. I am a crybaby. Like it doesn't take much for me to cry. And I wasn't, I wasn't planning on getting emotional with this, this podcast, but I just told God each time I do a podcast, you know, I pray before I do a podcast that God would allow me to say what he wants people to know and not what I want people to to know and I asked God to just lead God direct my footstep with these episodes and I just really wanted y'all to really understand how diabetes made me feel it was painful but like I said every podcast episode that I give to you all I'm also going to give you some inspiration to it be grateful for your journey Be grateful for your journey. Hold on to that inspiration until next week's episode. Be grateful for your journey. Be grateful. Well, y'all, thank you so much for coming back and listening to this second episode of Pump For My Journey podcast. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. And like I said, don't be shy. Don't be stingy with this podcast. I want you all to just spread the word and let people know what we're doing here at Pump For My Journey podcast. So y'all, this is Ariel with Pump For My Journey podcast. Take care.